This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I think fierceness is all about being in love. And when I say fierce, I say fierce in love. Unconditional love for yourself. No matter where you are, no matter what limiting beliefs you have, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're leaving behind to turn into something else, you have to be fierce in self-love. That's number one. Hello and welcome to the podcast where we talk about exploring the possibilities of changing in a productive way. I am Lisa Oz. And I am Jill Herzig. And um, on this podcast, we talk about lots of things that help you deal with change. And I know intellectually that yoga would help me deal with change. (laughs) And during my like huge job upheaval, I did make some time for yoga and I felt it. No, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I loved it. So why haven't I stuck with it? Because you didn't really love it. No, it did, Lisa. Really? Yes. And I know you introduced Mehmet, your husband, to yoga. I know. But he you were an early adopter. He, he loves it more than I do. He does it way more religiously than I do. But you know what? I have help is on the way. Yes. Yes, because I have a present for you. Our guest today <laughs> is a yogini. She's an expert in yoga. Um, she is a holistic health coach and an international yoga instructor, and she's the author of a new book called Let Your Fears Make You Fierce, How to Turn Common Obstacles into Seeds for Growth. Koya Webb is with us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So exciting to have you here. Well, Jill needs the <laughs> Because needs you the are going to get tutorial. me on track. Yes. You are going to make yoga a permanent and sustainable part of my life. I, I accept the challenge. Thank you. <laughs> Can you tell us how you got into yoga? Yes. And I was a lot like Jill. Like, I was intimidated. When I started yoga, because I was a track athlete, I'm like running and lifting weights and doing all. And you all were a very intense track athlete. Super You were headed intense. for the Olympics track athlete. Like, that was my goal. That's yeah, what but I, you were 
getting real close. I was getting really close and I was really driven. I was really motivated. This was my ticket out of the country into a better life. This was my, how I was going to change everything. And so when I got this injury, I was like, wait, what? And what was it again? Tell us. I had a stress fracture in my lower back, fourth lumbar vertebra. And if anyone out there has had a back injury, you know that it affects everything. You can't sit. You can't walk. If your back is out of whack, everything hurts. Life hurts. Life is painful when you have something wrong with your back. And to be an athlete and so active and so into everything, and then all of a sudden you're shut down completely, you feel like life just took a big whack at you and you don't know why. Because it's your identity. Because it's your identity. And your future. And my future and my paycheck and my everything. Like all the eggs were in this basket. So when it happened, I did not have a plan B. I barely had a plan. AA was like working itself out every day. And so when I got this injury, I was crying in class. I was depressed. I was like, what am I going to do with myself? I don't know anything else. And even though I made decent grades, I made decent grades so I could run track. I made decent grades so that while I was getting my track life together, I could potentially run my own business. But I never saw myself not running track and field. So one of the teachers, she was like, I'm sorry, I love you, but you can't cry. Like, I would just burst out crying in class. Like, I was very, very, very emotionally distraught. She sent me to the counselor. The counselor was like, try yoga. And I was like, when I thought of yoga, I thought of Buddha. I thought of worshiping <laughs> some weird statue. And I'm like, that is not me. I'm Southern Baptist. Like, we don't do that. And she's like, no, it's just stretching. And of course, I'm away from home, so I didn't have to consult with anyone about it. So I'm just like, okay, I'm kicked out of class. I don't have a choice. So honestly, when I started yoga, I didn't have a choice. It was like, you do this or you don't. And so yeah. I did it. And when I went in there and saw all these people in these poses, I was like, this is not me. Why am I here? Like, this is another not me situation. And so the teacher came up to me and she said, just breathe with me. And she took this deep inhale and I rolled with it. And I, I took this deep inhale and exhale with her. And I felt these chills down my body. And I was like, ooh, I was like, that felt good. Mm. And I... I felt this connection that I hadn't felt before. The only other time I felt it was when I got baptized when I was a little girl. Mm. I remember asking my mom and my dad, what am I going to know when I should get baptized? And they're like, you, you'll know, you'll feel it. And I was like, okay. And then I felt that tingling. I was like, oh, I guess that's it. And so I go. And so, so it, was then, a re- it was a real conversion experience. It was a real conversion. I felt like soul deep experience. When I felt the tingles, that was my sign. And the only sign I needed, I was like, okay, I'm in the right place. And then after that, the meditation, the calming of my mind, stopping the critical thoughts, stopping beating myself up, getting into these excruciatingly painful poses. Well, thank you for admitting. <laughs> excruciatingly painful. D- okay. I mean, And seriously. not just because of your back injury? No, or- because I was on my head. <laughs> I, you know, the pain was so deep on my head, I didn't even feel my back. Like, why was I in headstand? I'd never done this before. Oh, God. I'm running on my feet. I'm on my head. I feel like my brain is going to ooze out of my skull. How is this going to bring me enlightenment? Like, how is this going to bring me a bliss? I was not a believer yeah. in, at the beginning. I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to do what they tell me and hope for the best. And let me tell you, yoga is magical. And I think most people have a similar story when they say it's painful. But guess what? Life is painful. It changes up all the time. Life changes up all the time. So the one thing that I can say, the reason I love yoga the most and reason I feel like everyone in the world should do yoga is because yoga mirrors life. And if you can get through yoga class after yoga class with all the twists, with all the turns, with all the pain, and you can get through it and breathe easy and not beat yourself up, guess what? You can do that in life. 
All right, so this is thing one for me because I think I've always looked at yoga as an escape from life. Mm. You're going to relax. You're going to take this time for yourself. You're going to feel insulated and away from it all. But you're saying it's actually about no, you, aging. No, it's about being uncomfortable, being comfortable in an uncomfortable pose or position so you can carry that equanimity into the rest of your day. Okay, well, perhaps mm-hmm. we've gotten to the core of it within five <laughs> short minutes. <laughs> yes, because I think you're right. Everyone goes and they think bliss, and then when they get in this class and it's hard, they're like, I didn't sign up for this. But the reason the poses are actually hard is because it's actually preparing you for meditation. And life, when it gets hard, the goal is to sit in your car in traffic like I was for an hour and a half (laughs) and be in a state of bliss. Like, it's okay. You're going to get there. What's meant to be will be and not beat myself up on everything that I could have done to make this better. Mm. That's what yoga does. And that's why you have this portion of it that is a little bit painful, if you will. And there are many types of yoga as well. But the type I do is vinyasa flow. Painful, flowy, intense, and then meditation. There are some types you can go and you can just meditate because meditation is the end goal. The end goal is so that you can sit and listen to your soul, let your soul speak to you for your next journey in life. So if my end goal is to have incredible arms, I'm focusing on the wrong thing, right? (laughs) I would never say that there's a wrong thing. If your goal is to have incredible arms, I'd say whole plank pose for a really long time, (laughs) but it's going to hurt. Like the more you want it and the more you try for it, the more, but that's like life. The more you want something, the more you go for it, it's going to be painful. It's not going to be easy as sitting in that comfortable job, not a lot of pay, but I'm happy and it's relatively stress-free. The more that you want, the harder your journey is going to be. And that's just facts. That's just science. If you want to get somewhere really great, most of the time it's at the top of the hill. It's not sitting here on surface level, right? And so the same thing in yoga, you can have a peaceful yoga practice, hum, and just chill. But that intensity, when you get in the flow and then chill, you are also going to get other benefits like detoxification, like stronger body parts. So it is your choice. And I believe there's so many types of yoga. If you haven't found a yoga that you like, you can talk to me because I, I'm on this website and we have like at least 12 different types of yoga because there's everything is different for everyone. Just like dance. You have Zumba, then you have salsa, then you have hip hop and then, you know, modern dance. So just like yoga, yoga has like kundalini yoga, vinyasa flow, yin yoga, hatha yoga. So it really depends on what you like. You mentioned breathing and in yoga, you do breathe through the poses. Yes. And the, through the discomfort and sort, and you dissolve into the breathing, so your muscles relax through the breathing. You talk about using that same technique, that breathing technique, to breathe through your fears. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through that idea yes. a little bit? I want everyone to take a deep inhale and exhale. Inhale, bring your shoulders to your ears and exhale. Relax your shoulders down. So that is one way to bring yourself to calmness. And I would say anytime you're tense, do that 10 times. And what happens when we're in fear, and I do believe there are two base emotions in life, and that's fear and love. So fear is synonymous with doubt, worry, comparison, self-judgment, judgment of the other, and love is happiness, alignment, compassion, things like that. So when you find yourself in fear, it's really good to breathe first of all. And think to yourself, what is this fear trying to teach me? Because I do believe the world is not happening to us, it's happening for us. And I believe when fear shows up, it's just a different variation of 
love and the way you find the love in fear is to ask the question, what is this fear trying to teach me? So if I have a fear of, okay, I'm going to be like, <laughs> what should I do? I breathe into my why. Why are you showing up in the first place? It's to talk about fear. It's to talk about tough times. So why would you beat yourself up? Why not just go and talk about exactly what you're experiencing, which is self-judgment, which is beating yourself up, exactly what you don't want people to do. So how about we just stop right now and breathe? And then I breathe and I let it go. So when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about this self-judgment and beating ourselves up and how we actually challenge those limiting beliefs. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We've been talking about yoga and how it's a useful life tool, not just an exercise or body tool. Um, One of the ways that I think yoga has greatest benefit is helping us challenge our our limiting beliefs. And you had an experience in Morocco, if I'm not mistaken, where this was actually put into play for you. Right. I feel like I was so scared because people were like, you know, it's going to be rough. It's going to be intense. And the energy was intense. And I was just like, okay. This was a trip you took by yourself. I took, it was my first solo trip. Mm -hmm. So I've done retreats before. I have people come in. I've been part of retreats and everything. But this was the first time I'm just going for me. I'm just going to dive deep within myself and just process a lot of the pain I was having at the time. And so... I was like, you know, I could do what everyone told me to do or I could follow my own internal guidance. And my internal guidance told me exactly what to do. It was like, go out during the day, 
rest to recover and do your self-care at night. But everyone's, oh, you need to do this. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I was like, you know what? No. And there is sometimes we have to decide what is fear and what is self-preservation? What fears do I need to face? And what fears are like actually trying to protect me from doing something that I shouldn't do? And that's when meditation works. You should go within to work things out. Really cloud out the outside voices. Cloud out social media. Cloud out everything outside of yourself that is telling you who you need to be, how you need to look, and what you need to do. Because that causes self-judgment and self-criticism. But if you go into meditation and you just breathe, I feel we all have spiritual guidance within us. And I feel like when you breathe and you meditate, you tap into that. And I personally, since I since this thing happened to me with yoga, have been able to tap into my own spiritual guidance and it's gotten me out of the roughest, toughest situations. But sometimes when I ask other people, they don't know because they're not in the situation. They don't know because they might not be having the lesson that I'm trying to get out of this. So I really encourage my students and my clients to go within to work things out. Do the breath work, do the meditation, sit with yourself and go over on your own internal guidance instead of listening to people from the outside. So limiting beliefs have something to do with people from the outside, but just help me understand this. A lot of it is generated from the inside, yeah? Mm -hmm. So just give me some example of limiting beliefs and kind of how, maybe how you've helped clients get, find them, discover what they are and work through them. I like to turn limiting beliefs into liberating affirmations. So would you guys like to share a limiting belief? Limiting belief. Um, A limiting belief for me that I've been struggling with is that I'm terrible at dealing with technology. Does that that sound like a limiting mm -hmm. belief? I'm terrible at dealing with technology. So when, you know, the inevitable glitches happen, I feel a little bit of a rising panic. And then I have to like... I actually think I do breathe through it a little bit. Good. And then I just start playing and experimenting. And if I can't work it out, I throw myself on the mercy of the IT department. But first I try, but you know, first I, I really try and I, and I'm getting there, but I, I feel like it is something that actually makes it harder for me to solve things by myself because mm-hmm. I believe that I suck at this. Well, I think you kind of already did it for yourself because the first thing you said you did was you breathe. You breathe through that limiting belief, take that big inhale, and I can figure out this technology, or me and my team can figure this out. The more that you say, I, or me and my team can figure this out, I can figure out technology, with, you know, and then it opens you up to removing that anxiety around it. Instead of saying, I'm not good at this, and then you feel the stress and you get tense, and you're like, oh, I'm not good at this, how do I figure this out? Instead of saying, you know what, I'm getting better and better at figuring out technology. I'm, so you're not saying, I'm great at technology. You're not, like, yeah. throwing out this big, huge, like, thing in the universe that doesn't. You can say, I'm getting better and better. Huh. Or I'm I'm understanding. Yeah, I'm getting better and better. I could say, I'm getting better. Because you're trying. With, you're I, trying, right? Definitely, I am trying. So I feel like if anyone, you can't fail until you stop trying. Now, you told a, a story in your book that really resonated with me um, about your dad, who— Great dad, right? Um, but something that he said to you when you were singing in your house as a as a little girl that mm-hmm. resulted in a limiting belief for you. Absolutely, I remember I was singing, "Ain't no mountain high enough." That's beautiful. And he was just like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I was just like, 
<laughs> and I just started bawling because my dad, I'm a daddy's girl. I love my dad. I value his opinion. And he had just had a long day and he didn't mean anything by it. But here I was screaming at the top of my lungs on karaoke for probably at least an hour. So he was kind of over it. Okay. Right. So it wasn't the song. It wasn't me. It was. But in that moment, I was in my feelings and I was having a great time. And so hearing my dad, because he never said things like shut up. He never sweared in front of us. So that was intense for me. And it closed down my voice. I was like, my dad doesn't want to hear me sing. Mm. And he's like the biggest person that I like tried to impress in my youth. And I just, my voice just got smaller and smaller and smaller. I didn't even realize it was a limiting belief until I looked back on it and I thought about it. I was like, ever since then, you stopped singing in the church choir. You're like, you know what? I don't need to sing. People don't need to hear me. It's no big deal. Like, I don't sound that great anyway. And, you know, and so I shut myself off until about two years ago when I was like, I love singing and I want to write my first song. I'd always write songs when I get inspired, but I never produce anything. I was like, I'm going to produce my first song. So Be Love was developed. People can hear it now on Spotify. And it Ask just, Alexa for it later. Thank you. Please do. <laughs> and it's just about everyone wants to be loved. No matter what we do or we don't do, we just want to be loved and accepted as we are. And so it was not just a song. It was something that meant a lot to me and how I've processed life up until now. And I made a music video to go along with it. I shot it in one day, and it just felt good. I wasn't— really blew up this limiting belief. I blew it up. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) And it had the confetti falling out of it. So, yes, I hope everyone listening just blows those limiting beliefs out of the water. Because I do think limiting beliefs are just meant to be challenged. We're meant to conquer these limiting beliefs. How does, what role does gratitude play in oh. overcoming these challenges? Gratitude, I feel, is the number one tool. Like, after you come out of meditation, I like to write a gratitude journal because that's part of my manifestation. Because you, how do I manifest being better at technology? How do I manifest being a better singer? Well, first you have to have gratitude for where you are. Like, hey, I can do this good, or I can do this. I can sing a little bit, right? So that gratitude for the gift that you have really opens up your heart, relieves some of that anxiety. And you're like, you know what? I I don't have a partner. I'm grateful that I have friends. I don't have all the money that I want to have. I'm grateful that I can buy groceries for the week. So when you have these goals, and I think the biggest goals people have are like money, life partner, and um, just freedom. Those are some of the biggest ones that always come up. And in those things, if you just remember, what are you grateful for that you have now? It can remove this like doubt or feeling of like, I don't have, which is more fear. And you can move into love-based. So gratitude is the key for moving yourself from fear-based thinking to love-based thinking. And I feel like love— It's kind of the middle base, the middle step. Exactly. It's the biggest middle step because when you're in fear and doubt and worry, your vibration is low. You don't feel as great. But when you're in gratitude and compassion, you are really connected to a higher frequency of manifestation and evolution. And that's what I talk about a little bit deeper in my book, these different practice, meditation, yoga, chakra work, these things that can lift your vibration from a lower vibration— feeling down, self-doubt, judgment, and to a higher vibration of gratitude, compassion, and belief in self. Great. When we come back, we want to talk more about how that you translate the belief in self into your inner fierceness. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Before the break, we're talking about overcoming limiting beliefs. And one of those ways is to really get fierce, according to Koya, who's <laughs> with us today. Tell us how we get fierce, and because you are fierce. I, I mean, you walk in the room and you exude fierceness, and I want some of that. And Jill's already already signed up so oh yeah <laughs> you had me at a low uh well thank you ladies you're so kind and i think fierceness is all about being in love and when i say fierce i say fierce in love unconditional love for yourself no matter where you are no matter what limiting beliefs you have no matter what you're going through no matter what you're leaving behind to turn into something else you have to be fierce in self love that's number one you have to love yourself fully where you are by having gratitude, by having compassion for your journey. Whatever you've been through to get you where you are, you have to start with self-love. That's how you are fierce. And when you have that self-love, I feel like you can break through boundaries. And then I feel like loving others is the next step. The thing is, a lot of time we put other people down or whether it be an ex-partner or an ex-job or whatever we're leaving or leaving behind, you're fierce when you can have so much compassion for that past job that doesn't align with you anymore, that past partner, that past friend, that past <laughs> pay rate that yeah, not doesn't work with you, whatever it was. I am grateful for that and whatever it brought my life. Thank you. I'm moving on. And so being fierce in love is all about stepping forward from that space of fear, of doubt, of change, and saying, you know what, I'm grateful for those lessons and turning those obstacles into seeds for growth. And that's the subtitle of the book. Everything we have in life 
is an opportunity for growth. And I think growth is that middle ground because if you're not growing, you're dying, right? But at any time in life, we can choose to grow through the changes, not let the changes get us down. So I feel like being fierce is, again, having that unconditional love for ourselves, unconditional love and compassion for others. And when you move through life like that, then you feel fierce. You're like, nothing's getting me down. This sucked. That hurt. That And you just kind of talk it out and then you let it go. But you're not in this blame game on yourself. You're not in this blame game among others. You're like, but you acknowledge that was painful. Mm. You know, I've had assault happen. So you're, not, like, you're not whitewashing anything. No, no, no. You're like, that was painful. That sucked. That hurt. Letting it go because it doesn't serve me. Yeah, I think you were about to mention something that is very affecting that you talk about, which is that you are the survivor of of three different mm-hmm. incidents of sexual assault. Right. Which and I is think, unbelievably, you know, I mean, the, the damage that that could do, and yet it has not, it has not locked you into the box of victimhood. So how how has that, how have you managed that? I feel like, you know, especially, you know, getting through the whole Me Too movement, it's just like, it sucks. And it is happening. And I feel like more voices need to be talking about it and having a conversation so it can stop happening. And I am a voice in the world and I feel like it's happened multiple times and all those times are opportunities for me to speak about it. But at first I didn't. I felt ashamed. I felt like it was my fault. I felt all these, again, self-judgments, which is not fierce. (laughs) And until I could step out of that and say, hey, that was not your fault. And these people that assaulted you were sick. And let's just talk about it. Not only could I heal, but now I can help other people heal so they don't feel bad about traumatic things so like it was opening up about it that helped you to sort of exactly the the, the shame and the mm-hmm. the self-blame i i think you have to reveal it to heal it mm-hmm. and that's with anything assault or other things that happen in life and me revealing it allowed me to say hey look i don't have a perfect life because i think some people look and they're like oh you have life made you're traveling the world you're fulfilling your dreams like you know, this last assault happened a year ago after doing all this spiritual work. I, I mean, it was with a client that I never would have thought in a million years would ever abuse or affect me. Every every instance was someone that was close. It wasn't just out on the street, someone random. Someone that I trusted. And so for me, it was an opportunity to say, this happened. It is happening to four out of five women. And let's talk about that. Not only to the women, let's talk to the men. We're in rape culture. You know, where people go out for drinks and think it's okay to, like, just hook up randomly, and it's really detrimental. You know, and then we talk about our bodies and the value of our bodies and what happens when that results in pregnancy and and things like this. And it's all a conversation that needs to happen so that we can heal on a cultural level. And I feel like as women, we are a lot of times devalued and we are put down and we have to look at this and say it is not okay and we are fierce in love for ourselves and love for for others. Let's talk about and let's communicate how we should be treated. Let's communicate how these things should go. And I feel like that is my mission in the world is to communicate love consciousness. How can we love? So nothing that happens to me is going to stop me from that mission. And I feel like that is being fierce. Part of the way that you manifest that fierceness even in spite of all all of this trauma that you've dealt with, is because you're so disciplined and mm-hmm. you, that you take being fierce seriously and you say that your discipline actually creates the freedom to be fierce. Um, can you share some of that with us? You have like an insane daily schedule. I know. <laughs> 
I was impressed. <laughs> Thank you. And one of the chapters is there's freedom and discipline. And I really believe not in perfection, but when you do have a schedule, it does help you practice more self-care. And I feel like especially being um, a woman, as you all are just fierce women in the world, we really have to, we give a lot. We do a lot. We really have to make time for self-care. And so discipline is more like putting time for work, family, friends, but most of all, self-care first so that you can be more balanced, be in more harmony in life and not just spend all your energy doing for others, doing for your job, doing for everything. And then you come home and you're exhausted. Yeah. I mean, you have a whole, your whole morning routine. Oh yeah. What is it? What do you do? So, okay. So my morning routine, I wake up and it doesn't happen every day. It didn't happen this morning. Let me just be quite honest. (laughs) It's there so it can happen most of the time, but it's not realistic to happen every single day, especially moving at the pace that I move. But that's the thing. It's not about perfection. It's about practice. And when I can practice and get all of this in, I do feel my best. And when I don't, I do feel the difference. So I start off with um, meditation. I just sit up in my bed and just breathe and connect. And then I do something called Nali Kriya. And it's a stomach and a breathing exercise that tones your abdomen and it tones your digestive organs. Everyone, go and look at Koya Webb's Instagram and Mm -hmm. you'll see this. Yeah. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I take people through it step by step. You're giving your organs a massage, basically. Who doesn't love a massage? We need to get a massage at least once a week. That's definitely in the self-care protocol. Oh, I I sign up for that right away. Yes. I'm going to look for a close one right after this. (laughs) I had tension in my shoulders. Um, So I meditate. I do the Nali Kriya. Um, I go out in nature. So I go for a walk. um, And if it's raining, then I go inside to my gym. Um, But I love when I can walk in nature for just a mile. Sometimes I jog. Sometimes I throw some sprints in there if I feel like it. But at least one mile because even though I do yoga, I think weight-bearing exercise because I used to be a personal trainer before I was a yogini. So I know the benefits of weight-bearing exercise on your muscles and on your body. So walking, jogging, and nature, super important. Then I have a glass of dirty water, which is water, cayenne, and lime juice that cleans everything out of your body, detoxifies you. And then I do my yoga practice. So anywhere from 10 minutes to two hours, most of the times 30 minutes though. Um, And then after that, I'm on for my day. So what time you finished all of Usually it takes me anywhere from two to four hours to do my morning routine. And what time do you start? I usually, when I'm in LA, I start around six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So if I ten, you can yeah. By ten, work. I'm ready, and then I tell I tell my team to going schedule to a yoga session. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for two hours, or does it just is it something you get into and it just you know you just keep going until you feel like you've completed. That's nice. When I have like I'm, when I'm at a retreat, and I have all the time in the world, then I can go until I complete it. I can go for two hours. But when I'm on book tour, when I'm doing podcasting, when I'm in New York, it's like I'm gonna do ten minutes today. I'm gonna do thirty minutes. I set my timer and then I flow. So there's an intention. So there's an intention, or I'll follow like an online. I I love doing online and being guided by other people as well. So um, I go on Allo Moves and I just flow with like my favorite instructor. Mm-hmm. So it just really depends on how I feel. But when I'm at a retreat, like I'm going to Aruba after New York and I'm going to flow with my sister, and that's when I can get those two-hour sessions in. Oh, well, we definitely feel like we're flowing more (laughs) since having met you. Mm. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you want to connect with Koya, you can check her out on Instagram so you can watch, what is it called? Nali Kriya. Nali Kriya. (laughs) It will change Um, your worldview, people. So check her out at Koya Web. 
You can also hear her on her podcast, Get Loved Up with Koya Webb, or read her book, Let Your Fears Make You Fierce. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And thanks to Alicia Haywood, our producer. Until next time, everybody. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.